Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. There's nothing illegal about it, and I said in any other circumstance it would be inappropriate. I was protecting myself. I knew that something very dangerous and wrong was going to happen and that my job was uh, at risk. That is former Liberal MP, former AG, former Justice Minister to the Liberal Party, Jody Wilson-Raybould. She is sticking to her truth and she will not budge. And she was one of many uh, at the House of Commons today. Um looking at some possible future female leaders, because today all 338 seats of the House of Commons was filled by a young woman, by young women, uh, who were taking part in something that is called Daughters of the Vote. And so this is a national program where uh, young women aged 18 to 23 are, are picked per riding to take part in, I think, what you can call a once-in-a-lifetime political leadership program to see if, in fact, politics is for them. So all those seats today were filled with young women who have a lot to say at the best of times, but certainly given the events over the last eight weeks and now the last 24 hours, they certainly have something to say to the prime minister who tried to explain why he kicked out both Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott. And I got to be honest, it was it was quite a display to watch um, a lot of these young women who clearly know their stuff and they were not buying a lot of what was being spoken. In fact, a number of young women stood up and turned their backs to Mr. Trudeau because they don't feel he was acting like a feminist. Deanna Elaine is a McMaster student. She lives in Hamilton. She was also part of Daughters of the Vote. She was there today and in attendance. Hi there. Great of you to join us. Thank you so much for having me. What was the experience like? I mean, it's an interesting time uh, in history in this country, and clearly you're politically motivated. So what was the experience like for you? Uh, Well, first and foremost, what Equal Voice does here with Daughters of the Vote is really, um, there's there's nothing else quite like it, where uh, young women from, uh, and non-gender people from across the entire country are sent in, and we represent Every riding across Canada, we're able to connect on national issues. We're able to learn about local issues across the country. Uh, we're able to support each other in the work that we're doing. Um, it's uh, it's truly a way of coalition building and uh, learning more about each other uh, and building lasting relationships across the country. Now, I don't know your politics. I just know that you are progressive. Uh, so I don't know which way you vote, which way you go. But what was your takeaway? Um, because you and your your female colleagues have been witness to something that in the last 24 hours is certainly been talked about over the last 12 weeks or eight weeks, nine weeks as we go into this thing. What was your takeaway when you heard that both Jody Wilson-Raybould and Jane Philpott were being kicked out of the Liberal Party? What was the the the, the feedback and the you know the takeaway? Um. I think it, it started with a lot of disappointment, um, and uh, as I'm sure you could tell from uh, uh, some of the news that came out today, uh, it really um, turned into a lot of frustration that we were uh, looking to express as clearly as possible in uh, as respectful of a way as possible to um, the Prime Minister. 
And were you one of those who stood up in protest and turned your back to the prime minister? Yeah, I, I was engaged in both the walkout with uh, Andrew Scheer and uh, turning my back to the prime minister. Yeah, we should point out that Andrew Scheer, while Mr. Trudeau didn't get necessarily a lot of love, Mr. Scheer got barely any love um, with with people. And that's, that's what happens in politics. That's the way to protest. But when you heard the prime minister speaking, because he came in and he addressed the room, um, explained why, you know, the women have been kicked out and what was your thought to that? Did you buy what he was saying? Did, did you feel any authenticity? Um, I think uh, at that point, he'd, uh, he'd spoken to the media several times. Um, and uh, at that point, he was building quite a pattern in the things that he was saying. And so it was becoming pretty clear that, um, you know, these, these were the sound bites that they were going to be sticking to. Um, you know, he, uh, I, I don't know necessarily about him, but there, there are definitely certainly members of um, the Liberal Caucus that have been uh, quite derogatory in their critiques of two of the most hardworking, qualified, dedicated uh, members of former members of their caucus. Um, and it's pretty shameful to see how quickly they'll turn on them. Okay, and so you would be part of Justin Trudeau's base. I mean, women are those who he does very well with. They get a lot of support, and that's really who he is going to be targeting in the next election. When you look at Mr. Trudeau today versus, let's say, Mr. Trudeau before SNC and this whole thing with Jody Wilson, Ray Bold, and Jane Philpott happened, were you a supporter? Could he have counted on, let's say, your vote? Um, well, to be honest, like coming out of the 2015 election, I was following along and I was optimistic because the platform that he presented that he presented was related to, you know, addressing issues that were were and still are extremely important to me. Talking about, um, you know, the the further development of reconciliation, talking about taking legitimate, uh, very, um, you know, conscious and very radical action on climate change, talking about electoral reform. Um, those were issues that, you know, myself and many others feel still haven't quite been addressed. And I'm, I'm really disappointed to see that, um, you know, on top of that, now seeing the way that he's um, treating the, the women, not only in his caucus, but in his own cabinet. Um, it uh, it raises concerns to me, not not even from a, a partisan standpoint, but just from a standpoint as a woman who would want to go into politics, potentially uh, being concerned about what that environment could look like. Okay. And so do you think, because I mean, his brand has been extraordinarily damaged. I just spoke with a grand chief uh, earlier uh, tonight and asked him about reconciliation. And he said his words are that it is toast. He does not buy what Mr. Trudeau has to say anymore. They are very angry and they plan uh, to make sure that when the vote comes in the next election, they will not be supporting Mr. Trudeau. Do you get the sense after what you saw today, Deanna, that he can repair that? Given the, the, uh, how harsh he and his caucus have been toward um, the former ministers, Jody Wilson-Raybould and uh, Jane Philpott, I, I personally don't see him being able to repair those relationships, uh, at least not in time for this election. And was that the majority uh, feeling among you and, and the 337 other young women? Um. To be honest, I think it's kind of hard to say. Uh, I know with uh, Equal Voice Canada, they're a multi-partisan organization. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are um, very conservative women who are there. There are, you know, big L liberal women who are there. Um, and there are also progressive women who are there. Um, so the the number of women who 
uh, were turning their backs. It, it, it certainly wasn't everybody, but it was a noticeable amount to the point that, you know, we're talking about it this evening still. Um, I think that it's, um, it's enough that there, there are many of us that are frustrated to a point that we're ready to mobilize, we're ready to take action, we're ready to um, engage even further in this election, and we're ready to vote. Um, I think we could see a greater turnout in youth engagement at the polls in response to um, how young uh, young people, young non-men-gender people uh, are feeling about this uh, this particular situation. And, and is it fair to say that, that those um, in your generation or group, I, would they look at Mr. Trudeau and say he is not a feminist? I mean, are you buying at all this notion that he is a feminist? I'm certainly questioning that. Um, what he's doing right now is not feminist. It's part of the old school of the, you know, the old boys uh, club. Is that how you look at it? Yeah. I want to play you some audio. Uh, Jody Wilson-Raybould was asked uh, several questions today. Um, the, the prime minister came out last night, was was pretty firm in his words. He said what she did was unconscionable by recording uh, the conversation between herself and Mike Warnick. And I want to I want to play you some audio just to gauge your reaction to that. Take a listen. Trust is a two-way street, and um, talking about unconscionable, I think it is unconscionable to tread um, over the independence of the prosecutor. It is unconscionable not to uphold the rule of law, and I um, have always maintained that stance. You know, she spoke a lot about the recording, why she did it, that she she felt she was going to be fired, that she needed to protect herself. And she's spoken a lot about her truth and upholding the rule of law. As much as feminism is important to, to uh, you know, your generation and, and, and progressive voters, how much does the rule of law and what she stood up for um, mean to you? Well, I mean, I, I absolutely understand where the where the concern is coming from, but um, you know, as a as a young woman who engages in politics, as a woman who engages in politics, and um, you know, I um, I would assume that many other women, perhaps even yourself, would feel the same way. Um, you know, whenever we engage, we're always concerned that people are going to misrepresent us, people are going to twist their words, people are going to uh, tokenize us, people are going to use us in ways that will make us very uncomfortable and could ultimately hurt us and the potential for other women to be able to advance in our field. Um, I think that that is the place that um, Jody Wilson-Raybould was, was coming from, Um I, I respect that because I identify very closely with that kind of concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I feel that because she is vocalizing that reason, it's raising more uh, awareness to the subject of the concerns that women face when they are considering going into politics and when they are facing extreme pressure, extreme unethical pressure in in politics. And so has any of this, um, and, and after your experience, because clearly you're politically motivated, you clearly know the issues, you're engaged has any of what you've seen, it certainly in the last 24 hours, but over the last few weeks, has that uh, turned you off or turned you away from politics? Um, well, la- last night in particular, when the news came out, I was I was so disheartened. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that now more than ever, I am so grateful to have been able to be part of this Daughters of the Vote um, uh, event and uh, movement. Um, it was an opportunity uh, not for a photo op, not for a protest, not for tokenizing women, but for engaging 
um, young organizers from across the entire country, uh, young uh, people who are who are ready, who are frustrated with the system. Um, you know, and I think what we showed today in chambers was that, um, you know, that was a response only hours after hearing that. And we were able to mobilize each other, um, most of us without even speaking beforehand about doing so. Um, I think that speaks to the fact that we're here to mobilize. We're here to build lasting connections. Uh, this is a coalition for a movement. And I think that the the biggest message that I hope that the prime minister has heard and that you know members of his caucus and members of parliament, especially the women in parliament, uh, understand is that we're not going anywhere and we are determined to continue addressing these issues. And do you think that Mr. Trudeau felt that? Do you think he got um, the message today? I... I, I don't think we were very subtle, so I certainly hope we did. <laughs> I don't think you were. I watched it on TV, i got to be honest. You guys know your stuff. You know your issues, and mm-hmm. without question, you've got a lot of confidence. So uh, it looked like a great experience, and I, sh- I thank you for sharing your time with me today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That is uh, Deanna Elaine uh, joining us, uh, McMaster student, who's very engaged in politics. I've got to be honest. I listened to, I watched this session uh, with all these young women, and whether I agree with their politics or not, besides the point, I love that they were engaged. Love it. And they really, they knew the issues. Not silly issues. Really heady issues on First Nations, uh, you know, Indigenous uh, issues, on, um, all, on United Nations issues. They knew it all. They're engaged. They're listening. And do I think the Prime Minister picked up and, and uh, got the message? I do, because he does not like it when people turn his back to them, and a lot of them did. So we'll uh, see where that goes and see where a lot of these young women end up, because it was really neat to watch and see that they uh, got involved. On Point on Global News Radio.